Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Damian Barling reminding you to check out the Sacramento Kings podcast right here on the Hoopball Podcast Network for all of your Sacramento Kings news and notes. You can follow me on Twitter at Damian Barling, and you can follow us at Hoopball Kings. Don't miss a single episode of the Sacramento Kings podcast right here on the Hoopball Podcast Network. The following is a Hoopball presentation. Hoopballers, welcome back. It is I, Lyle Bank, back for another installment of the Pelican Scoop. Game one of the resumption, the bubble. Guys, how exciting was this? We have waited for months, months and months and months for this to come back. You know, we've had a whole heap of guests on the Pelican Scoop. I, I actually took this show over right as the hiatus hit so for me um you know i was scrambling for ideas as to how to keep this relevant we got a whole heap of guys come on talk about the year that was talk about um pistol pete which was last week's episode how awesome was that you know we had the episode yesterday where we talked about the scrimmages we were all leading up to game one and we played the Jazz. Game one, how good was that? As always, I am Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, at HoopBallPels is the show. Uh, guys, make sure you give that a like. Um, we're building that up as well. We're going to have all the Pelicans news on there, and we're working really hard to make sure heaps more content comes out. I might, before we jump into it, we'll do all of the advertising sort of things. Manscaped.com. We've been talking about that the last few weeks. Um, they're a big supporter of hoopball at the moment. Make sure you you head over to there. Manscaped with a D. They are a great company who make great products. We wouldn't advertise things that we're not interested in. The Lawnmower 3.0 is a great piece of technology that... Uh, you know, you'll shave all of your hairs that you've got. Um, it's got a built-in LED light, which is always helpful uh, when shaving in the dark or in some shadowy rooms. I know our bathroom, our light is terrible when you try and have a shave. So make sure you go and grab one of those. Use the code HOOPBALL20. HOOPBALL, T, uh, sorry, 2020 when you put that in, HOOPBALL20. And... Um, That'll give you 20% off, and it'll also give you free shipping. So why wouldn't you head over there and do that? Um, another thing that we have partnered with is mybookie.ag. They're back on board. We talked about them way back, and if you've been watching Saturday Night Live, we promoted them a little bit towards the end of last year. Uh, they're back on board. We've teamed up. 
if you bet and they win, then they pay. So if you make sure that you go and sign up with mybookie.ag for any of your punting, the sport back now. So if you're willing to put a few dollars on there or um, whatever currency you're betting in, make sure you head over there and use them. Use the code HOOPBALL when you sign up. That'll give you 100% deposit match, minimum $25, as well as a $10 free bet on MLB multi, oh, futures, sorry. So make sure you go and have a look at that and um, mybookie.ag and also manscaped.com. Phenomenal guys that are looking after us and, you know, head over to hoop-ball.com as well. We have a whole heap going on. The whole website has been rebuilt. Uh, go and have a look at that. Head at Instagram is Hoopball Official. Go and like that. We've got plenty of stuff going on there. At Hoopball Hoops on Facebook. You'll see a fair bit of me over there because I'm running that one. Um, but there's just heaps. It's a great time to be involved with Hoopball. And uh, there's a whole heap of stuff going on. I mean, we've got team podcasts besides my own. You know, there's a, a whole heap of different teams. Uh, there's the fantasy stuff. There's the uh, the NBA news Guys, it is a great time to be involved, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening in. You know, this has been the first five minutes of the day, um, so thanks for persevering with me. I thought I'd do it now rather than get into it uh, in the middle and we skip through it all. So guys, as always, as I've said at the start, Lyle Swithenbank, Pelican Scoop, welcome, game one. So... The first game was played uh, yesterday, I guess it was, uh, now that we've uh, we've put this together. Um, we tipped off the NBA, which is a big honour in itself. The guys came out, they uh, they kneeled for the Black Lives Matter stuff, uh, which was both teams did, which I thought was a, a lovely touch and a very important thing. Uh, the NBA, I know, was very conscious of supporting that movement uh, by restarting and making sure that that wasn't belittled or uh, pushed to the side or leaving the news cycle, I guess. Um, They wanted it uh, in the forefront. All of the jerseys had the names that we talked about yesterday um, or in the last episode on the back of the jerseys, which was great. So really, really impressed with that. And uh, they look fantastic. Uh, It was a jazz home game. And so we come out in the Jazz uh, in the white, and uh, we were in the Royal Blue. So look really sharp. We came out. The starters were Drew, Lonzo, B.I., Zion, and Derek Favors. So the the ones that we start, oh, that we thought were going to start. Um, the thing about Zion is we only got an update about oh, 20 minutes before that he was actually going to play. So he was tentative up until near on tip-off. So no one knew what was going to happen. Um, when he did come out, we uh, were very excited to see that he was there. What we didn't realise is that he was going to have a minutes limit, uh, which is, I suppose, the biggest storyline of the whole day. Um, besides that, it was a few numbers, which were 20 the 15 being Zion's minutes, which we'll talk about, and also 6.9, which was how many seconds we had left for the final play. Now, we might as well start with the first one being 
15. So that was how many minutes Zion played. We weren't told coming in that he was going to be on a minutes limit. However, Alvin Gentry seemed pretty keen to, to keep him to those minutes. He was playing in three-minute bursts, bursts. He'd come out. He'd play for, yeah, three minutes pretty hard. He was efficient in those minutes. I think he was eight of 13. Uh, had had 13 points uh, on the night. He was, um, he was a very, very good uh, the only issue was that he um, he wasn't out there enough. So he finished with 13 points, 15 minutes. He only had one assist. He didn't have any rebounds. He shot 6 of 8, sorry. 75% from the field. And he hit his one free throw. So when he was out there, phenomenal. You know, there was a there was a back roll that he uh, he had sealed off in the post and, and that turned in an alley-oop. There was a couple of those where... Uh, Drew, I think, the first time, and Alonzo the second time. Threw a couple of uh, lobs, and he just got up there and got it. And that's the exciting thing that um, I suppose we need to be wary of, that this guy is an absolute beast, and we can't discount how much of an impact he'll have on the team. Now, a whole heap of people will come out and, and say, and I know Pelicans fans are going, well, why didn't he play his 15 minutes in the in the last 15 minutes? Um, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. If we have a look at the first half... We were out by up to 19 at different times. So you're pretty happy to play Zion three minutes and then three minutes in the second quarter. Um, you're All of a sudden, you're up to six, or you may have even played a couple more and burned through all of those in the first half. What you don't want to happen is that if he is underdone, that uh, he comes out and um, does an injury because he's only played three minutes. He's got cold, and then you've made him sit for another half an hour before he came out again. So... I can understand that if, if the medical staff came out and told Alvin Gentry, you've got 15 minutes with Zion, um, make sure you use them at an opportune time and, uh, and and otherwise he's sitting, well, so be it. That's something that is something you're going to have to live with, unfortunately. And hopefully um, that uh, that gets dealt with in due course. You know, we've got the next game up against the Clippers. That's on Saturday morning, I think, well, it'll be Saturday night, I guess, over in the US. And uh, we're looking forward to that. That's going to be a big game as well. But anyway, I digress. We'll head back to the game. Zion is obviously a key part. I think what confused a lot of people afterwards, and it definitely confused me, were the comments that were made uh, after the game. He talked about not being able to play at all. He's lucky that he played. When we think about it, he was gone for 12 days total. He was out of the bubble for eight days and then and then came back and had the four days quarantine. He didn't have any um, positive COVID tests in that time. He was tested every day. He came back, had his four days. He had a couple of trainings and then he played uh, in a scrimmage or he might have... Oh, he might not have actually, but... Uh, he was back, had at least two trainings with the team, and then all of a sudden, he's held out to 15 minutes. Now, this bloke has trained with the team for the majority of the bubble, except those 12 days. Is 12 days enough for a bloke to lose conditioning? Well, I'm not sure, and there hasn't been any clarity released by the Pelicans as to why he wasn't playing, and that's something that I think we need to investigate or at least have some sort of clarity as to why he didn't play anymore or why he was going to be held out. Is he injured? We don't know. So that's something that uh, no doubt if, if there's no clarity, people will keep speculating about. And um, hopefully we find out in due course because 
we want Zion to play. The whole reason that he is there and the Pelicans are there and probably this whole bubble 22 team idea is to get the Pelicans on national TV. You know, this was an ESPN broadcast. It was broadcast um, all over. It was a national game. Headliner, it opened the NBA for the resumption. And that was to see Zion. And if we only see him for 15 minutes, well, the fans aren't going to be happy with that. I mean, even the casual fan knows Zion now. You know, his name is is huge. So we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, very interesting to see that. Um, I mean, as I said, he was still efficient. He played his 15 minutes and 10 seconds. He had his 13. He had an assist. He had 6 of 8 shooting, 75%. Uh, and he had his one free throw, which he made. So, you know, he was all right. He had a couple of turnovers, but, again... It was a night for that. Now, the second number I talked about was number 20. And that was the number of turnovers that the team had. The first half, we were all right. We started a bit slow and we didn't hit the first five shots. And then we started getting going. The end of the first quarter, we finished 26 to 23 with the Jazz up. But we were more than in it. We looked great. You know, and then we outscored them in the second quarter. And we were flying. You know, we got out to 19 points. And... The Jazz looked in absolute disarray. We were getting whatever we wanted in the paint. We got whatever we wanted on the perimeter. And shots were falling. Brandon Ingram looked absolutely phenomenal. He was hitting. He hit threes. He went to the basket. He had a massive dunk. He was hitting the mid-range. He had one where he was stepped back and then fouled. And he got that as well. You know, the bloke was absolutely balling out. I mean, we outscored them 34 to 25 in the second quarter, which is a really good effort when you've got guys like Rudy Gobert guarding the paint. He's a great defender. So it wasn't that we were uh, in any trouble at all. We were actually almost complacent, I think. We come out in the, sec- in the second half, and the Jazz adapted. They knew what was going on. They started going through Rudy Gobert. And all of a sudden, the paint for them just became an absolute feasting ground. We got killed in the paint. You know, Jackson Hayes in the first half looked awesome. He did in the second half as well. But again, he's not a well-developed defender. Derek Favors is our guy that we throw down there as our anchor, as our center. And he got absolutely killed. Rudy Gobert double-doubled. He, uh, he had a great game. Um, you know, I think he needed to reputationally uh, after all of the COVID stuff. But again, he led them and he led them on a charge. In the third quarter, they scored 31 to 27 against us. And it really was the beginning of the end, I guess. You know, our whole game plan sort of fell apart and we settled. We settled so much for three-pointers. And that is so frustrating when... I mean, J.J. Redick was great for us, but he scored most of his points in the paint in that first half. He was driving. He was hitting great shots. He looked like a bloke that wanted to make the playoffs and knew that these were the games that counted, not the three scrimmages that we convincingly won the other day. These were the games that mattered. And I think that was something that we really didn't take advantage of. That fourth quarter fade out, I mean, having a look at that, 27 they scored to our 17. Nothing was falling. We settled for three-pointers. 
uh, well, three-point attempts. We settled for terrible dribble drives that overusing the basketball, silly turnovers. You know, you have a look at the box score. We have a look at turnovers. Drew led the way with six. He made up for it on the other end. I mean, he had a few steals himself. He had three steals. But again, it kills you when you don't take care of the basketball. So he had six. You know, Lonzo had three. He did nothing else. He shot four. He had four points. He shot two of 13. And that kills you when he had taken so many strides, especially from the three-point line. I mean, he was zero of four from the from the three-point line. He had 15% on the night. And he's just starting point guard. He's killing you. In the end, they just relaxed against him. You know, Drew, on the other hand, at least he was defending Donovan Mitchell, who, who did end up with a cheeky 20 points. But he was inefficient. Six of 14. And Drew, for the most part, made it difficult for him. I think in the first half, he was 0 of 5. He did nothing. So he got off off the handle in the second half, but I mean, so did the rest of the team. And this is a team without Boyan Bogdanovich, who had absolutely torched us earlier on in the year. So, I mean, as a Pelicans fan, watching this lead evaporate was absolutely soul-destroying. You know, the third number that I talked about was 6.9. That was how many seconds we had on the clock after Rudy Gobert went for a dunk attempt, favours recovered, put a foul on the bloke, he missed the shot, hit his two free throws, and we had 6.9 seconds to run a play. Now, Alvin Gentry, as soon as Rudy Gobert started drawing up, uh, started shooting his free throws, he started drawing up a play. And that's exactly what you meant to do. Now, was that play Brandon Ingram standing there, running the clock down, and taking, an, although an uncontested three, still a three-pointer? I'm not sure. I feel like J.J. Redick was the hot hand and we should have gone to him. I feel like while B.I. was the man that night, he wasn't on in that second half. There was a whole heap of three-point attempts that rimmed off. And I mean, this was not a bad shot. He hit, he took the shot. It was three quarts away down and it rattled out. Sometimes that's what, that's what happens. It's a make or miss league. But unfortunately for us, it rattled out and... And it just makes it so much tougher. I mean, we talked yesterday, or the last episode, about the games that we're going to be playing, the schedule that we have, and the jazz we knew was going to be difficult. We're lucky Memphis played today and they lost. Lost against Portland. But Portland's another team that's vying for us as well. So we're in competition with Portland, the Kings, the Spurs, the Suns, and Memphis. And Memphis is the one we're chasing. They're in the safe spot. If they don't keep losing, we're going to be in strife, especially if we don't start winning. So we need to make sure that we start winning and we keep winning for the remainder of this uh, this resumption bubble. We need to really lock in. You know, BI overall had a good game. He had 23 points. He had eight rebounds. He had a block. He was, he was, he was phenomenal. And I mean, I'm probably being too harsh on him. We lost... Because the ball rattled out. And that happens. That happens in basketball. But at the same time, it's frustrating when you're up by 19 and you blow a lead like that when all you had to do was keep doing the same thing. Yeah, the Jazz were letting us feast in inside and letting us do whatever we wanted and, and shots were falling. But surely there's an adjustment that could be made. We shouldn't have given up 19 points. They're not a team that should have chased us down like that. 
I mean, Donovan Mitchell was huge. Mike Conley for them as well. Rudy Gobert really led the charge with 14 and 12. You know, he had three blocks. And a lot of his length and his verticality, which I think was invented by Roy Hibbert uh, in the modern era, throwback. But uh, he really changed our shots in the paint. You know, that that disappeared in the, uh, in the second half. And I think that really made it difficult for us. Otherwise... We got killed in the paint the other end. I think they had 50 points or so in the paint, which absolutely decimated us. It was half their score, which they just got from within five feet or even early, even closer in the in the paint. So who knows uh, how it would have looked if we had have closed that off. And Derek needs to get his conditioning right if that's something that uh, he's struggling with because we got killed by him. Luckily, we don't play him again, so we're not going to need to be worried about him, the Rudy Gobert, that being, dominating again. He's a massive man, and I don't think there's many other centers like that that we're going to come up across in these eight, which, besides, I suppose, Jonas Valanciunas, who is at Memphis, that is someone that we're going to have to watch out for. He could probably do the same thing. I mean, he had some big games today as well against solid centers being Yusuf Nurkic and Hassan Whiteside. So we need to be aware. We need to be ready for that. All in all, I mean, I was pretty happy for the most part. I mean, I, I've carried on a bit and, you know, that's just being a passionate fan. But overall, I was pretty happy. You know, we had a great output from JJ, especially in the first half. 7 of 15 uh, shooting, hit 3 of 8 three-pointers, which unfortunately, you know, you look, hindsight's twenty twenty. Have a look back at the guys and you go, oh, I wish they had to hit more shots or I had it done that. But, you know, JJ looked like a man possessed. He was going to the basket. Josh Hart was good off the bench. Jackson Hayes, he was okay. You know, he only had two shots. He hit one of them. Uh, three points and seven rebounds. He was solid. He's athletic. And, and I think, honestly, we need to look to him a little bit more in terms of a few lobs or, or passes inside or or um, something like that, that we can get him going, because he's helpful as well, and he, he exploits the uh, the lesser athletic backup big men, which I think we could really do with, and he did in the scrimmages. Ingram, Drew were good, you know, Drew's stuffed the stat line, 20 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals and a block, 9 of 18 shooting, you know, 2 of 5 from 3, but that's alright, still good, 40%. The 6 turnovers were a killer, but again... What can you do, you know? We know where we went wrong. We shouldn't have let them get on a run. We should have locked down. But it's all should have, should have, should have. And uh, we can't change that now. So I think we'll be okay. We'll rebound. The next game, like I said, is against the Clippers. We don't know what lineup they're going to come with. Are they going to give us the full PG and Kawhi Leonard experience well that'll be interesting they're still going to be without Lou Williams so that's someone that we're going to have to watch out for in the playoffs should we get there he'll be pretty handy but uh, at the moment I think he's still on quarantine I think he was on 10 days from the reports um, and I think he's only would have served eight or so by the time he plays us um, he might be back the game after that otherwise we're doing okay it'll be all right Pelicans fans it'll be okay we lost by two points had we have done a different play, well, we probably could have missed two. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Brandon Ingram was the guy. If he hit that shot, hit the three, and we won, he's a hero. The ball was three quarts away down, but the basketball gods weren't with us. That's what you get.
We get that sometimes. That's basketball. Sometimes it goes in. Sometimes it doesn't. Make or miss league. I think that's enough of a rant. We'll, we'll get another one out after the, uh, the Clippers game. And uh, we'll have a chat about that. Guys, as always, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to put a pin in it. Hopefully, we get some more clarity of Zion. Follow me on Twitter if you want to find out anything. I'll try to get some news on him and, and we'll put that up. As always, I am Lyle Swithenbank. At Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. At HoopBallPels is the show. This is the Pelican Scoop. We're playing the Clippers on Saturday. We'll watch that. We'll see what happens. Stay safe. Look after yourself. And we will see you next time. Bye for now. I'm out. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.